0: Welcome to YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. We're usually live on Twitch, but not today. This is a pre-recorded scoop for you guys. Uh, my name is Graham. and this man, this man is the man that we call Bibi. And we, yes, we are festive. Yes, yes, this is purely for your entertainment. And yes, this is going to annoy me. I'm, uh, I'm saying that... I, if you're listening to audio podcast version of this, I have a Santa hat on, and every time I turn my head, the ping the like the poofy ball hits me in the face. But this is just for your enjoyment. Nice. I mean it could be worse. It could be worse. I mean, I have a ball that hits me in the face, not like that, Candle. Um, but Bibby has an elf impaled into his skull. How did that happen, Bib?
1: I genuinely have no idea. <laughs> I genuinely have no idea. I'm I'm in a room. Like, where's it coming from? But it is there, and it's staying there for the time being. It's quite comfortable, to be fair. So it can it can remain there. Nice. Nice. No, I mean, there was an elf on a shelf. Clearly, fell off. Unfortunately.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, welcome in. We usually go live on twitch.tv forward slash Ice Cream Uploads at 10 a.m. Right bang on the money-ish. We don't. We go live around at 10 a.m. If you're ever in our streams, you will be very familiar with the phrase ish because we go live at 10 a.m ish give or take give or take um but uh not until january now we are closed for christmas we've just filmed our last episode of the scoop as i filmed ed because which was a live stream we usually stream live on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads turn that stream into a podcast a video here on youtube if you're watching the video hey um and also an audio podcast if you're listening to that Right now, then you, this is just another podcast coming in your ears, but we are not streaming this live. So there won't be any chat alerts, there won't be any donations or notifications. It's just us. Talking to you guys, and we thought, you know what, we will do that. As soon as we're not going to be back until the new year, we know we've had quite a few messages, believe it or not. We're only a small channel, um, and we do this so that we can create some content and have a little bit of a creative outlet and talk about video games with other people that like to talk about video games. We do it for ourselves, effectively. Um, but we've had a lot of people, um, over the last six to nine months reach out to us and say they enjoy the fact that we are making uh, content and we're helping a lot of people get through what is. Well, let's face it, it's been a difficult year. So we thought, you know what, we're not going to be back until January. We're not going to be able to share our Christmases with you guys. But this is one way we can do that. So hopefully, if, you, if you're watching and listening to this, then, then it gives you a little bit of a distraction from what has been a bit of a naff year. But hopefully, you have a wonderful Christmas. And hopefully, seeing baby with a, an elf and lodged into his cranium helps with that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the plan is we are talking about the biggest, the best, not the breaking, but the biggest, the best, and some of the downright most disastrous games of the last year and then the last decade because the year is 2020. We are right at the end of it. We have 12 months of video games. You may remember, you may not, you may not, but you may remember that we did this last year. Myself, Bibi, and Luke, back then as we were in the Ice Cream Upload studio, uh, sat and talked through some of our... Big hits and near misses of the year. Um, But we get to do that this year with a further look back because we're at the end of a decade, not just the end of 12 months. So we're going to give you a talk through some of our biggest and best moments of the year, plus the last 10 years too. Uh, So to kick things off, Bib, Mm -hmm. I think we should start off. Obviously, we'll start off with a here and now. We'll leave the decade for a little bit. But obviously, it's been a bit of a horrendous year. Obviously, we could talk about that at length. Let's forget about the bad stuff for now and say what for you stood out in twenty twenty. What was your favorite gaming moment of the year?
1: Uh favourite gaming moment of the year probably was being a part of the 2K launch day for PGA tour 2K21. Um it's a franchise that I have had near and near and dear to my heart since the the old school well, it's, it's kind of like the old school now, the golf club days. Um, obviously, we had three, we the golf club one, two and 2019 uh, before 2K got involved and then, reach it, and then basically changed the way that the game was from top to bottom, including adding the PGA license to the game. So the golf club has always been a game that I have spent far too many hours playing either on my own um, or with my friends. It's evolved so much over the years, but this year being a part of the launch day lineup um where we got to stream the game to a collective amount of people of 60,000 which was insane Badass. yeah the amount of people that came into the channel on launch well it it was about two, I think it was 2 weeks before the game came out and we had the opportunity to be able to stream it and it I was I was surprised that my PC was able to uh, perform that day um I wasn't expecting it to be able to output the stream and play the game uh, on high. My PC can't do ultra, it's too old. It's like four years old, the graphics card. So playing it on high and people coming and saying, Jesus Christ, this game looks phenomenal. And it was enjoying me swinging a golf club around <laughs> my room um, as I was talking people through shots. to seem to enjoy that. And a lot of the people who joined us then now join us every single day for The Scoop. So trying to reach a new audience um, and try to use the limited golf knowledge that I have, but the massive heart for the sport was probably one, probably my favourite moment at the end. Obviously, a massive thank you to the guys over at 2K, Asim uh, and Matt for hooking us up with that and giving us the opportunity to be able to do that. Because I think that's that's probably, apart from being part of the PES community over the years, obviously, um, you looking after it and bringing me in before I worked at Jelly, being a part of a launch day lineup kind of thing, I never had the opportunity to do that, especially for a sport... I absolutely adore. I mean, I'm shit at it. I play it every single week. I play it every other day, but I'm still shit at it. Um, but I know quite a lot about it. So being able to have that kind of rapport with people that are coming in saying, oh, Northern lad, um, good personality, and sticking around. Debitble. dropping. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm definitely not talking about you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, dropping in subs, dropping in hosts, and then effectively following us and then still sticking around for today. I think for me, that was probably... The, the biggest turning point for when it comes to my, my streaming career anyway, because again, apart from being a part of the PES community for so long, that being embraced by another community was amazing. and yeah. it, 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 The game shows it as well. It's still a phenomenal game. I play it pretty much every single day, whether or not that'll be on my Nintendo Switch, um, a PC or my PS5. I play it every single day, uh, either with my friends or just through the career mode on my own. So it's, it's not as if I was just playing it for the day to be able to showcase it off. It's something that I Absolutely adore and to be given the chance to be able to pour uh, my kind of uh, personality and um, I'm not even going to say expertise in golf because it's really not that, but just to have an affinity uh, about it, it. Yeah, it was that was my favourite moment of the year from my personal perspective.
0: It was good to see as well because I'm not into golf um, and I'm not going to play PGA to a 2K21 or 22 or whatever comes next because it's it's not for me. But that's the beauty of. Um ice cream uploads is that we can satisfy multiple different flavors um mm. whatever your flavor of ice cream we've got it right here and it's good it was good to see that though um to see how well p g a um was how how can i say this It doesn't sound like some sort of cheesy placement i don't mean i don't want, i don't want to talk about two k's perspective although it was nice to work with two k um bibby i mean you can see just over his shoulder there you can see just the edge of his gift pack he got a gift pack because oh. that's There you go, right there, Bosch. Um, So we worked with 2K in that, and it was nice to see, to be able to work with uh, a new company along the launch of a new title. Um, But it was nicer for me to see us do that, but kind of from the outside, even though I was on the inside and knew what was coming and I knew what what content we'd be doing and I knew that we'd be uh, featured on the front page of Twitch playing this game to thousands of people. I didn't do it, so I got to sit back and watch, and it was nice to see... um, Ice cream uploads, turning heads, uh, getting people to watch. I mean, we, at one point, were streaming uh, alongside Bateson87. Mm-hmm. Massive streamer, huge. One of the, the poster boys of Twitch in the UK. And right, so really, really good streamer. Very dedicated to it. But mm-hmm. we held more viewers for longer playing uh, yeah. 2K than needed, which was incredible. I mean, it, 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 amazing to see. Even even now, just Looking off to the screen at the side, I can see Gagad. Shout out to Gagad, who's obviously not live in the channel because we're not live. Um, but he sub- uh, subscribed with a tier one sub for four months today. And I'm pretty sure Gagad came in as a result of yeah, he did. one of those streams. So it's nice to see lasting relationships still impacting even right now. Um, so, yeah, it was good to see. It was good to
1: see. Yeah, that was my favorite moment of the year. What about yours, Graham? You tell me yours. Yeah.
0: Um, from a purely gaming perspective, I mean, there's quite a lot of favorite moments. The scene has hit 2,000 followers, which um, shout out to 2K again, who helped us with that. Yeah. We, we had a giveaway um, a, a few weeks back. I think it was start of December we started the uh, the 2K giveaway, mm-hmm. where we gave away a selection of 2K games, plus Muscle Moose. Um, so there's been a few things like working with 2K. k I mean, actually, while, whilst I'm here, shout out to Muscle Moose, um, because... They just sent us some Christmas present. This is not a spawn, by the way. They don't pay us anything. Um, but they've provided us with a nice Christmas beanie. You may have seen we got some hoodies and hats the other day, as well as this. Um, look at this. So, Muscle Moose mug. You, there you go, Muscle Moose. And then if I rotate it round... <gasps> great Day! My own personalised Muscle Moose mug. Nice, nice Bibby's, yeah, uh, Bibby does have one, just hasn't arrived because you know we're we're filming this pretty early. <laughs> I live close
1: as well. I live ten <laughs> minutes away from it. I could have picked it up, but yeah, Legends, thank you very much. They've looked after us well this year, as you can see up here. They've they've been sending us stuff all throughout the year: hats, um, merch. They didn't have to do any of this for us. um We're not sponsored. We're not affiliate. Well, we we are affiliate because you can get twenty five percent off your order by using ice cream twenty five. But. Yeah, we don't get anything from them paid-wise. It literally is just a love of the product, which is like the nicest energy drinks. There's a reason they're up there. Um, I could have just put anything I wanted up there. But yeah, they're, they're unbelievable drinks. They've got so yeah. many different varieties. It's, yeah. They look after us well. Absolutely. jacks, legends. crisps, all the rest. I mean,
0: honestly, genuinely, we're saying this stuff because we genuinely enjoy eating it. I, there's a reason why I have... That Noise is the flapjack box next to me because it's a, it's a nice flapjack. I'm not paid to say this. We, the only thing we get from them, apart from the freebies and the, the little bits of merch, which is nice, uh, and I suppose that does keep us sweet, is a discount code for you guys. We don't earn off that. Any purchases you make, we don't even get notified if you've done it, you just save 25%. So it's a nice, nice friendly relationship we have, anyway. Um, the, the reason I mention those, uh, is because whilst it's been cool to see us hit 2,000 followers and work with companies like 2K and Muscle Moose, uh, and beyond. I would say, if we step away from all that and a just look at video games, um, obviously this year has been uh, the year of of the new generation. Uh, we've got massive, wonderful experiences like Cyberpunk twenty seventy. Oh, sorry, okay, I'm starting. Sorry, I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> um, no, there, there are wonderful games uh, on the next gen, but the bit the the bit for me was. And it's probably the same for a lot of people. It's not the the most emotionally significant moment of the year. It's not the outstanding best video game I am ever going to play. But my favourite gaming moment of the year is picking up my DS5 controller and just jumping into Astro whilst everything finished downloading. If you're like me, you will have downloaded everything from your PS4 to your PS5. Via Wi-Fi, which takes twelve thousand <laughs> hours. Um, that's what I did. Yes, didn't not not the greatest planning. I could have just done it with an Ethernet cable in about thirty minutes. But still, um, I started it all going. It took about thirteen hours. So I didn't want to play any games whilst everything was downloading, but Astro was already there, installed really quick, ready to go. So I thought I'll play Astro's Playroom, and I'd seen a few other people shout out to the guys at Next Gen Base, by the way, who'd also said to play Astro's Playroom before you play mm-hmm. anything else because it's just a nice bedding into the console, lets you know how the um, Dual Sense controller works, and it was a tech demo, effectively that's what that's kind of what the way it was described to me before i played it but it was so much more than a tech demo it's it's a really clever really well thought out and really well soundtracked uh platformer um Mm -hmm. disguised as a tech demo that's what it is it was exceptionally good so for me my favorite gaming moment of the year was playing through astro's playroom did not expect it at all. Um we actually just to jump ahead a little bit, we do have one of the categories was best uh, biggest shock of the year. I could have put Astros Playroom in that. Yeah. Um and yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna do it because I will say stand out as favourite game of the year. So much so that I keep playing um, the SSD song and the GPU song to Danielle. <laughs> there's two. There's I two. Guess. There's like the SSD Speedway, and that doesn't really have any words, and it. it's just like a like a, a- electro synth wave sort of soundtrack, and it goes SSD. But then there's another one where it's like. Um, uh, i'm your gpu and i keep playing it to danielle all the time and i wait for a few days and it goes out of her mind and then i play it again and she's like <laughs> why have you done it again e-worming me so but it's it's one of those annoying e-worms that you can't help but like though you're like oh fuck, fuck. it's like felice navidad Feliz navidad Feliz navidad so that's it as, as Playroom, room my favorite game of the, moment of the year playing through that did not expect it did not expect it i don't go back to, to 100% games Mm-hmm. I did on Astro's Playroom. I didn't platinum it, but I 100% did yeah.
1: the game. Um, that's what you need to do. Platinum, so... platinum's, uh, it, it's just extra time to be able to put stuff if that's what you want to do. But yeah, 100% in the game. That, that's more than enough satisfaction I can get from it. I've actually just thought of another gaming moment this year. Um, and it's it it, it, it probably ring true better to you than it did for me. But it was just nice to be able to... Playing, I don't play in many esports tournaments because I'm not that great. Mm-hmm. But the Chicken for Charity evening was amazing.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't play PUBG that often. Um Graham is obviously the PUBG guy, but playing in a in a Chicken for Charity for special effect and having uh, was it 120 people playing uh, over five games. It was, it was an unbelievable
0: experience. It was no, it was 64 people. Um We had 64. Oh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe I can't remember. It was a lot of people. We raised like <laughs> what was it like sixteen, twenty grand or something yeah, in in a few exactly. hours for for special effect, which is which is incredible. Yeah. Um, so for, for those of you who don't, know, Chicken for Charity is basically a selection of the games industry. So brands like uh, Sega, obviously involved Sega spearheaded it, even though it was a PUBG thing. So there was teams from PUBG and Sega, some influencer teams. Um, uh, esports brands, uh, commercial retail partners, and uh, agencies, and, and brands and influencers from across the games industry, including us, Ice Cream Slash Jelly, <laughs> yeah. um, and yeah, we didn't we didn't rank and place very highly. But what I will say is, we did contest a hot drop with Esports Wales. This is a team made of esports players, and we kicked mm-hmm. their ass. <laughs> yeah. Kill two, and the other two ran away. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I also single-handedly melted overclockers UK as well in the last game. So yeah. in your
1: face! <laughs> yeah, as someone who who is obviously invested in esports, I don't get to play in that many of them uh, for big uh, in these big tournaments. Obviously, because I'm not that great, <laughs> I don't have the patience or time to become great at anything really. Um, but being a part of that, but uh, obviously playing alongside you, playing against one of one of my oldest friends, P and also Beans TV, another fa- uh, fabulous streamer. Uh, being able to be in of chat with you guys for like four hours while we was well i was just getting melted left right and center that w- it was just a fun day like watching and listening to the comments, like people uh commentating over my shots like it's so all we've got we've <laughs> on the camera now and then you'll see me firing two shots and then getting killed with one <laughs> that was probably one of the highlights of the day but yeah it's it was it was amazing to be part of stuff like that it's such a it's such a rush that not many people get to experience and it that, again, is, it is good though hard. it's like it's, it's people will sit and watch the
0: likes of Frankie, professional esports host, and PUBG casters like Clover, and I can't remember who the other caster was, but but pro-level commentary teams run by full-on production teams. Um, people will sit and watch that for hours in general. I watch PUBG esports for hours in general, but people were watching us be shit at that. <laughs> Although,
1: to be fair, I did get two kills on stream, so I was like, yes. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I think there was like a five-minute montage of Alpi lying down trying to heal himself behind uh, <laughs> behind a rock uh, as he had like four other people trying to shoot at him. But then he managed to double back and run away as another team started to fight. Yeah, all of that stuff that usually you're the one that's watching people do these plays and then we're in the middle of the plays. That was that was a nice feeling to be able to be a part of something like that. But that's just something that came to me then, but it was a, it was an amazing event to be a part of. Definitely, definitely. I mean, to be fair, I only
0: had six kills in all of the games that we had or something like that. But at You're least like one match usually <laughs> Yeah, usually. But then again, not on PC and not against people of that calibre usually. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, I had six kills and I think at least three of them were on stream, so shout out to the uh to the uh, observers. You nailed it in terms of my content. That five <laughs> pound was well spent anyway. So that is highlights then. Okay, we know what your yes. highlights of the uh let's get full on twenty twenty. And talk about disappointments. What what were you looking forward to? Something that you kept an eye out for in 2020, but just didn't quite go how you wanted it to. Anything that stands out when I say that to you.
1: Yeah, I mean immediately this could have this is actually something I put down for highlights as well. But Resident Evil 3 uh remake was definitely something that I've been looking forward to so ever since it got announced, ever since playing um Resident Evil 2 remake. The year before. I mean, I, I, for those of you that may be watching this for the first time, I am a huge Resident Evil fan. Um, a it's super embarrassing.
0: Nerd. It's like so, 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 you can't like you go anywhere in the Sun from Capcom. There, you have to just kind of like, oh fuck. Okay, I, either I leave Bibi, so I'm not associated
1: with him, or we just take him away from this. It's, it's not. It's not that bad, but
0: it's basically.
1: But, but yeah, I'm, I'm a Resident Evil stalker, shall we say? Um, so anything to do with that, I'm massively, massively up for. I was, I was looking forward to playing Resident Evil Three. I will still say Resident Evil 3 was still a fantastic game. However, there was just too much stripped out of it that I think taking a little bit of the soul out of it. Um, Not having the clock tower there probably was the biggest bugbear. Um, And I think a lot of Resident Evil fans will obviously say that as well. It is one of the most iconic parts of the Resident Evil 3. And to have it completely taken out uh, and just having a mediocre boss battle uh, there instead was... um, it was embarrassing, really. Uh, I can't believe it was something that was so deeply ingrained into the community, it was something that was taken out of. I don't know why. We don't know what the restrictions was. We don't know why it was taken out. But unfortunately, that was uh, the tipping point for a lot of people. Um, I will still stand by it. it was still a fantastic game. Uh, it it wasn't as good as the remake too. Remake Resident Evil 2 was my all-time favorite game ever. And the remake... Probably is on par, if not slightly better. Um, it hit every single note. It was uh, the tank controls was nowhere to be seen, which is something I wish they could have, you know, put in as an alternative camera if that's what you wanted to do. It or may even not have some worked.
0: sort of like small segment where it just kind of was, yeah. like of an homage kind of thing.
1: Yeah, that would have been fantastic. That would have been the icing on the cake. Um, but yeah, I mean, Resident Evil Two, I can't fault it. It was an absolutely amazing game, and Three was tipped to be. I mean. D- Three in terms of the game itself compared to two it was always shorter it was shorter on the ps1 you could do it so much quicker there's i think people have managed to complete the game in half an hour um yeah the original one that is so yeah it's it's a shame it was still an amazing game um and it definitely is still one of my games of the year however it was also my biggest disappointment but that's because of the affinity that i have with, with the game and the franchise itself if i was just someone who maybe didn't Really get Resident Evil and didn't play the original ones. It probably would have been a fantastic game for you because you don't know the, you don't know what the original was like. Um, so you could have just skipped over all that. Like you didn't know that you probably didn't know there was an original Clock Tower part, um, uh, where you ran through. But how, not having it in this is, yeah. yeah, for me, that's that that was my crossbow. This one, but that's that's, that's my biggest one. It's kind of one of those things though. It's in my,
0: like as someone that isn't doesn't have that affinity with Resident Evil and hasn't played through the original games. That would kind of not resonate with me i wouldn't notice but that would be like i suppose taking psycho mantis out of metal gear solid having a metal (laughs) gear solid remake and then not having psycho mantis yeah you can't do the controller part thing because you don't plug your controller in anyway unless it's dying um so okay that's gonna be yeah exactly that's gonna be difficult take out your ssd uh what (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah that's it's not it's never going to be straightforward to kind of do that again. But if they removed Psychomantis entirely, mm-hmm. then, then you'd be just like, what the fuck? Ugh. I understand it's not going to be the same and it's not going to have yeah. the same impact. Um, and I understand you can't look at the back of the case if you've downloaded the digital version. But but to remove any semblance of that is one of the most significant moments in gaming, let alone mm-hmm. that game. Um, so that's kind of that moment for that. So to say that out, yeah, that would be, would be a big disappointment. Um, but for me though, in terms of disappointments, it's not really been a year for disappointment for me, um, in video gaming. And I think that is my fault. Uh, I've not really branched out further than, than what I've been branched into already. And that is, you know, if anyone watches, uh, these streams, I spend a lot of time playing recently battle Royale games, uh, or shooters, um, at least, uh, maybe a couple of, um, Platform kind of things i played through the last of us in in uh the close of play period that we had when bibi had a week off earlier in the year. other than that i've kind of stuck to my main things so it's kind of difficult for me to pick a disappointment for me um so when i do pick one it's going to be one that i haven't played and the disappointment comes from the fact that i haven't played it but wanted to play it and now probably won't play it um it's not cyberpunk, by the way. Uh, it kind of sounds like that's where I'm going for. And and if you're th- picking biggest disappointment of the year, we're filming this on the 22nd of December. Um, obviously it's going out a little bit later than that. But right now, cyberpunk is is if you've mentioned the disappointment in video games cyberpunk will be the one that comes to mind because everyone's talking about that um yes it's a disappointment yes it probably will remain a disappointment for the next few weeks and months and maybe maybe not hit the heights that you want it to hit on the old gen consoles but on pc it's not as much of a disappointment on next gen consoles or current gen ps5 and xbox series x it's probably gonna hit the heights that you want it to so i'm gonna steer away from that one because a lot of people will pick that as their disappointment my disappointment though is fast and furious crossroads and the reason being that I will not want to... I do, I do not want to play that game. I love the Fast and Furious franchise. Ever since, like, teenage Graham, who wanted to drive a, a Honda Civic with a neon ground kit and a dump valve and a, and a fully... All the all the chav stuff. Yeah, I wanted to be that guy. Um, and I've matured over the years alongside the franchise. Uh, well, not that you can really say the franchise has matured. It kind of has in some ways and not in others. Um but uh, I have enjoyed all of the films all the way through just varying levels in in times but to the point where at Fast and Furious Crossroads is a game that's coming out and just this morning we were talking about it actually on the scoop and I mentioned how Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez were stood on stage and they were hyped about bringing a game or being in a game and I was like yeah I want to play as Vin Diesel yeah I want I want to do Fast and Furious stuff I want Neon Knights flying underneath trucks yeah um <laughs> And then when you saw it and it was bad, it looked bad. And everyone in the audience was like, oh, my God, this looks terrible. Yeah, just keep clapping and smiling though because Vin Diesel's still on stage. Oh, my God. (laughs) And then I thought, do you know what? It might look terrible, but if it plays well enough, games can look not, not cutting edge and still be decent. But everything I've heard about, everything I've read about it, every personal recommendation has not been a recommendation. It's been... My recommendation yeah. is to just don't oh, bother. It's not worth it. You're just, you're just letting yourself down. Uh, so, yeah, that is mine. I haven't played... And that's, that's the disappointment. The disappointment doesn't come from the fact that I think it's bad. The disappointment comes from the fact that unanimously everything has pointed a bit towards not picking it up. And anyone that watches The Scoop will know that I don't go off Metacritic. Will know that mm-hmm. I don't just take someone else's word for it as gospel off the bat. But when it's Metacritic bad... When the individual reviews in detail, the qualitative and the quantitative stuff is bad. Um yeah. across the board. That's my disappointment, is that I just I probably will never play that game as a result of that. Which is a shame. Mm. Which is a shame. Absolutely. Anyway, forget about games that we won't play. What about games that we have played? 2020 is a year that has given a lot of people a lot more time to play games. Not everybody, but some people have had a lot more time to play games. Um what have you sunk your teeth into more than anything this year, Bib?
1: Uh, well, last year, it was Elder Scrolls Online. It's a game that I, I got back into the year before on the PlayStation 4, obviously. Um, not the original one. On the PlayStation 4 with Tamriel Unlimited. But after watching a lot of streamers who are now watch all the time uh, play it on PC, I thought, do you know what? I'll go on PC and I will uh, play it on there instead because it looks like you can put all the mods on in terms of you can see the numbers and damage counts and stuff like that so at the beginning of all of last year and probably the first four months of this year uh, i played it non-stop i absolutely loved that game um and i poured far too far too many hours into that game <laughs> far um, too many copies <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah i mean i've got a copy for pretty much i mean i i, I would hope that it would have come to the Switch at some point, but unfortunately it hasn't. We instead got Elder Scrolls Blades, um, which is the least said about that, the better. Um, but yeah, it's. I, I think overall this year, with all the content that we've either made for uh, YouTube or live streamed on Twitch, um, all the time that I played in between, I think Pro Evo this year is probably the game that I played the most. Um, and. That all comes down to playing Pez 6 now, like a, the, 2020, the 2020 version of Pez, but on Pez 6. So, all the transfers, all the stadiums, and all that stuff. And then, obviously, playing Pez 2 all the time on my PlayStation 2 still, uh, as well as playing co op with you, Graham, and doing Masters of the League, our Pez series. Uh, again, that's streamed on Twitch and YouTube. Uh, Plus, Masters the ice cream the uploads,
0: invitationals as well.
1: Yeah. So overall, I think Pez this year has probably consumed more time overall than all the other games I was playing. That doesn't mean to say I've, they, those are the only two games I was playing, but I've only played a lot in between. But the amount of time I have poured into it, yeah, I'd probably say um, Pez is probably the, the the game that's took it for me this year. Definitely, what about you? Definitely a good shout. I mean, uh,
0: speaking of Pez, um, I mean you guys will probably have seen these by this time. Just want a quick shout out to eFootball Pez Twenty Twenty One, by the way, um, because. Uh, We've got these, and you guys will probably start seeing these soon. We've had some uh, packages sent from the team at Pez as Christmas presents, but also to celebrate the Pez anniversary. That is not the reason why this is in the game, uh, In Bibby's uh, most time, we are absolute corporate shills, but not that. Much. <laughs> uh, no, they, uh, just want to shout out the guys at Pez for sending some goodies because it's nice of them to send a few things out. But uh, mine. is... Is uh unsurprisingly the game I've spent most uh, the most time playing. The game I've spent one of, if not the most time streaming, uh is PUBG. That's my uh, I know. Gasp. Gasp. Yeah. Um if it's not PUBG, Fortnite has been probably a close second. That's more of a grind rather than a an an outstanding desires player. I've been grinding Fortnite to get uh, skins. So when I do play Fortnite, I have the ones that I want. Whereas PUBG, I've been playing as my yeah. go-to game. So that's that's the game that I've spent the most time playing this year. Do you know what? I'm not I'm, I'm not going to go too much into detail because if you if you've seen these streams, you'll hear me talk about uh, PUBG uh, all day. So I, I won't spend too much time. We'll spend more time talking about what has been shocks though, what has caught you off guard. So I'll, I'll jump onto that instead. So for me. Um, what has caught me off guard was a game that I I didn't see coming, and then when it did come, um, we got hooked up with it fairly early on, um, and, uh, we, yeah, it kind of stuck around after that. And that is the Mafia Definitive Edition. And that the reason that I shout this out is because I hadn't played any of the Mafia games. Shout out to the guys at 2K. They did provide us with uh, codes for that, by the way. And they also provided one of our viewers uh, with a copy of that in our 2K giveaway as well, by the way. So GG's to uh, 2K. But once again, no corporate shilling here. The reason that game is in there is because my, me and Danielle have been playing through that. We still haven't finished. We've only played Mafia 2. We've still got the Mafia... Uh, um, one definitive edition to play through, which looks incredible, so that yeah. caught me off guard. I didn't expect to enjoy Mafia Two so much, even though it was an older game, um, and even though it was still a little buggy. Um, but I didn't expect Mafia the definitive edition uh, to look as good as it does. Yeah. That might be something I play through this Christmas. We will see. We will see. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, another one um, that that caught me off guard. Was one that we played earlier on in the year. We were one of the first people to stream this game and confirmed we were the first channel to ever create an option file for, <laughs> for Super Soccer Blast. Not even channel, first people ever. So Super Soccer Blast is a really fun, uh, really, really cheap, really easy to play uh, soccer game. What's the name of the company that makes it? I can't remember them. Uh, Perfect Pixel, was it? Something. Hypixel. So, i can't remember i don't know something pixel see you can tell there's no corporate shilling because we don't even know who makes it um, <laughs> but they provided us with codes of the game to stream um, and we unfinished played pixel. unfinished pixel there we go they have a few other sports games of the same sort of right but we played super soccer blast which was a nice fun uh, game myself and and even sure joined in for like a, a little sort of euro i mean back in the day when the euros were going to be a thing we were going to play through euro 2020 wow remember that um so we started a little tournament which we never actually finished off but i genuinely enjoyed that for what it was such a simplistic game i enjoyed it very very much so super soccer blast mafia uh the full trilogy definitive edition those are what caught me off guard my biggest shocks of the year what about you bib what yours
1: uh, it, again, if you, uh, if you are in the scoop daily, you'll know uh, that over the last two weeks, I've been playing through um, days gone.
0: Shut up! A no,
1: <laughs> I know, I know. We need a we need a vault, we? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a game that I missed out on first time round. Um, as someone who claims that he doesn't really pay attention to Metacritic and everybody else's opinions when it comes to video games because believe it or not i play a lot of shit ones um this is one shut up no (laughs) um it's it's a game that passed me by because i thought it wasn't going to be that great like i said we'd seen the we've seen the video uh or the gameplay trailer at gamescom a couple of well obviously years before it came out and it's shown um the, the the lead character I said, again I'm I'm trying to stay away from all spoilers there because I know there will be people on the PlayStation five that are doing the same thing as what I'm doing now. Um but the lead uh, the lead character moving away from a horde of zombies and he had to try and take them all out. And I was like, yeah that looks cool, but what's the pr- what's the premise of the story? Like what the, what's the crack? And it didn't review very well when it came out because it was a buggy pixelated mess and there was so much wrong with it. So it never really got onto my radar again until i got my playstation 5 and i thought you know what i've got nothing to lose now with the playstation collection i'll download it and see where it ends up and i have been addicted to playing that game um the game is only meant to last like 30 to 35 hours and i'm probably up to about 50 as it stands bear in mind that five of them are probably because i'm stuck on the exact same bit that i've been stuck for like five hours but what a game like if there was ever a game that metacritic didn't matter about it was definitely this one i mean that's- uh, i don't know whether or not because it's had so many patches and stuff to try and bring it up to a decent standard. I have no idea, but if there was ever a game where you shouldn't pay attention to it, it's 100% this one. Play it if you've not. If there's
0: ever a Bibi Redemption story, Bibi plays a game with zombies? (gasps) Never! But Bibi doesn't play a game that has zombies. Okay, okay. A game that's been told as pants and Bibby's not playing it. So mm-hmm. so not only is it a bad game, but it has zombies and Bibby's not playing it. What the fuck is this? Uh, so to yeah, see a game to go full circle, to, to be so bad that it's not going to get touched, to be the game that has absolutely sideswiped you and caught you off guard, it's definitely done well in itself mm-hmm. uh, to come back for that. I mean, Days Gone is a game that I've had um, in my collection for two years and haven't played because of a similar yeah. sort of thing. Um, hearing the way that Bibby's been speaking about it the last two weeks, it's definitely... I mean, it was a game I was always going to play, but it's a game that's probably shunted its way up the order a little bit, so we'll, I'll play Absolutely. it ahead of other games, which is good, which is good. So GGs to, to Ben Studios and and the work that they've done on Days Gone. And, and fixing it, uh, adding the, the extra little gloss to take away some of the books. No game can be perfect. Most games are... Probably perfect enough for you to not notice it. Days Gone clearly wasn't perfect enough, but it is now. So give it give it some time. If you've got a PS5, make sure you get the PS Plus Collection games because there are some absolute bangers in there and they're all free. Yeah. Uh, so absolute bangers then. Let's mm-hmm. step out of 2020 for just a moment and let's step back 10 whole years. We are at the end of a decade of video games. And yes, that's 10 years. You can't talk about all the games of the last year in one hour No, we're not even well, we're, we're currently 36 minutes in we don't even want to get to an hour in this so we're trying to <laughs> hurry up so somehow we have to talk over the best games of a full decade so just <laughs> just the top three four five ish whatever kind of off the top what are your best games of the last 10 years of gaming Pip?
1: uh well, it's going to feature two Elder Scrolls games. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> to absolutely nobody's surprise. Um, I think Skyrim um, absolutely is definitely up there. After the five copies that I've got, everything that he came out on, I've got it on. It's Samsung just a Smart phenomenal Bridge. game. Absolutely. <laughs> go the Samsung Smart Fridge, he has. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but yeah, it's just a phenomenal game. It, it, it can, it's one of them games that you can have a play for absolutely hours and do every single side mission, or just go through the main campaign. And the main campaign will probably still take you 60 hours. But you just it's a leisurely game. But aside from that, it, Elder Scrolls Online takes the best of absolutely everything. Eventually, it's got there. Eventually, it's taken a long time to be able to try and convince a lot of people to be able to play this game. Um, but Elder Scrolls Online definitely 100% is up there as games of the decade for me. Again, this list is is my opinion it might not necessarily because there's a uh, breath of the wild for instance phenomenal game but it isn't making a list of the games of the decade and that will piss a lot of people off um, but it's our personal opinions when it comes yeah, down just, to it it's like
0: gta 5 Um when we were talking as we were obviously talking through the notes of this show before we we started recording gta 5 is a game that, that i mentioned specifically has been an incredible game incredible loved by many many people and i do i do Really like that game. I wouldn't say that I love that game. I mean, I, I loved playing through the story, but it's, I've not thought oh, I need to play through that story again because it was so exceptional, or I need to go in yeah. on- online because it was so exceptional. They are incredible games and probably in most people's lists,
1: but they're not in ours. So that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, um, but if I was to choose one, if I was to choose one game that I think is my game of the decade, um and it's a game that I've already mentioned uh, earlier on in the show, but. I mean, it has to be Resident Evil 2 Remake. It has to be. The game that I was uh, worried, I think is probably the best word, I was worried about how it would turn out, and it has uh, taken everything from the original story and put it into uh, modern a modern-day spin on things, so it's over the shoulder, it's a full inventory. Um, you don't really have to take stock of what you've got in there compared to this the six slots that you used to have. On the game, uh, inventory management style, Uh, yeah, it 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 delivered on absolutely everything and more. Um, So yeah, for me, I've talked enough about Resident Evil Two Remake over the past (laughs) year, eighteen months. But if you need to know anything else about it, you can watch the streams because I stream them all and saved them as highlights. So go over to our Twitch uh, Twitch account, you'll be able to watch them all on there or onto YouTube. Everything that you need to know, you can watch me to get the shit out of him in those streams (laughs) as well. And uh, in about seven (laughs) thousand clips, if you're doing that. (laughs) But yeah, Resident Evil 2 Remake for me is by far, after when all said and done, is by far my favourite game of the decade, and I think it would have taken a lot to beat it, if I'm being honest. Nice, nice. What so about yours?
0: I have a few games of the decade that definitely need to be mentioned, and, and you can probably see from looking at my games, um, there is a lot of... <sighs> There's a lot of emotional significance and it's it's amazing like the games that last forever are not usually just the best stories or the best games which is probably why breath of the wild and the grand theft autos aren't in our list because the yes they're great they're exceptional mm-hmm. but they haven't necessarily resonated so my list includes games like overcooked uh which is on there because it's a game that i would not you it's not my game that's not a game that I'm gonna play. Nope. No, you're all right. I'm not gonna buy that. No, I'm not even gonna to touch it. Me and Danielle smashed through the entire game because me and Bibby played a little like three minutes in the office, and I was like, "Okay, this is fun." Yeah. And it was free on PS Plus, <laughs> so I played through that um, with Danielle with Chloe. I've pushed all the mates onto playing it, so overcooked because it's such a really fun yeah. and infuriating, but fun uh, game. It's so- simple. It's a it simple is. game. Anybody, anyone can play it. So that's in in the conversation. Um, obviously, PUBG is going to be in there, and that might even be my game of the decade um, just because of how much time and how consistently I've played that game for three years now. Um, so that's probably my game of the decade. But but in there, I'm going to have to also throw in other moments of emotional significance. So like Pokemon Go is a mobile game. Um, it's, it's an AR game as opposed to an actual video game that I would class, I mean, video games are shit explosion. It's different. It's a different type of game from what I would class as my core game, like Overcooked was. But I've spent almost day in, day out. It's, it's pretty much phased out for me now, Pokemon Go. Mm. I hardly ever touch it anymore now. Um, but it was huge for many years. So that's in there. And then, as well as that, Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection um, and Uncharted 4, me and Danielle, over the space of a couple of months, played through all four uncharted games and they are incredible. If you haven't played through them, um, uncharted 4 is on is in the PS Plus collection. Uncharted the Nathan Drake collection has previously been free on PS Plus. If you haven't been uh, played through them, it's it's like playing through Hollywood blockbusters. Um uh, it's incredible. Me and Danielle did it over a couple of months. Um like like what a couple of weeks per game, so we weren't doing it every night but but when you kind of get bitten you, you might play a couple of hours and then a couple of hours and then you get bitten and then you play three nights in a row and smash through it. Incredible. So the Uncharted games, Last of Us games, w- uh, similar with that. Um, Pokemon Go, Overcooked, but probably PUBG is probably my game of the decade, unsurprisingly. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely a lot in there. But but yeah, if you guys do want to share yours, feel free, obviously, if you're watching YouTube, to let us know in the comments. It would uh, be nice to see what you guys think. We do respond to the comments on YouTube, by the way. And if you're not, uh, a YouTube person, then just tweet us, at Ice Cream we want to know what your games of the decade, your games of the year have been. Um, okay, so those are your big guns, the ones that stand out. Um, what, at least for, for 2020 then, um, have been your honourable mentions? Is there anything that you haven't mentioned as being the biggest games, um, the ones that you've sunk the most time into? Is there anything that you have played that you feel, okay, it, From my perspective, this at least needs a mention. Is there anything that stands out
1: there? Um, I recently, and uh, something that I streamed on air as well, uh, got back into the Master Chief Collection after not owning an Xbox One uh, and falling out of Halo before. after ODST, I think was the last one that I played. That that was
0: a a mouth fart, by the way. We know Bibi does does proper farts. (laughs) That was a mouth fart.
1: (laughs) So I never got round to playing it. Uh, I never got around to playing Reach um, so finally about three right, months ago cool. <laughs> <laughs> <First time. laughs> um, yeah I got back into uh, got into Halo Reach for the first time and that was a phenomenal game like uh, it's it, it's nice to be able to go back to franchises that you maybe haven't played for a while and seeing how they've held up now I don't know whether or not it, it had significant work done to it before going on to the Master Chief Collection on Game Pass for PC I'm just getting my fit and getting the Game Pass quote we're in for this episode right at the very end.
0: Best so gaming. <laughs> uh,
1: but playing Halo Reach was unbelievable experience. I really, really enjoyed it. And then going back and playing ODST, which is my favourite Halo. Off um, the non- still true. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> uh, but yeah, playing ODST, going back and playing, then they was fantastic. So that's definitely getting an honourable mention. And I think a lot of people this probably will catch a lot of people by surprise but over the last 2 years or so um especially around the festive period playing fortnite has been, kind of become a christmas tradition yeah especially after last year uh when the star wars first came into it it kind of took our office put, put your lights in um, bro yeah oh, i can't on. i have to stand up and no, do it the remote isn't working <laughs> um yeah it kind of it kind of grabbed the office by the bollocks um and there was like there's the lifesavers in fortnite what and then you get in you get, <laughs> and then everyone's scrambling like oh i'm just as kylo ren i've got to have kylo ren's oh, who took the red one put I've got, i'm not running around with the blue one that's just
0: stupid put the red one down
1: <laughs> it kind of because i never really played fortnite or paid attention to it before that because the battle royale thing isn't my thing apart from radical heights god rest his soul honorable mention sticking in radical heights for the Three months that we had with it, where it failed and it's not. Um, the battle royale genre kind of passed me by, but uh, I don't play Fortnite all year. I play it around Christmas time when I have some time to put in it. I, the, the end of the season last month, and then the beginning of this season so far. I've been playing through, but yeah, Fortnite definitely gets an honourable mention for me. It may not be my favourite game of all time, and it may not be one that I play every single time, but at least around the festive period for the last two years. I think that's the beauty Um, of it, though. Like, because because if you like, you're saying it might be a surprise to hear Fortnite mentioned.
0: It depends. All like masses of people wouldn't be surprised that Fortnite is in your honourable mentions because. So many people play it. I think I think it's probably only in our circles that it might be a surprise because we don't play it so intensively. But that's it, yeah. there's definitely a there's definitely a place for an honourable mention for that. It would be in my list of honourable mentions um as well. Because it's it's a game that's so well
1: built, so good at looking after its user base. So fresh. Yeah, exactly. So fresh. And every single season there's always something different in there, whether or not it's been a map. Changing new guns, uh like adding the bounties this time. I mean, that's pretty pretty much a carbon copy of what S- simple things uh, like adding water.
0: bots, like adding bots yeah. in. Like, I mean, nobody wants to play against bots, but you don't really play against bots unless you're shit, and then you don't really mind it. I mean, PUBG's has bots in and they're not exceptionally well done i mean i don't really see them on, on console at the moment but if you watch someone that streams on pc in na at certain times a day you will see shitloads of bots and it's just not it's just not well done but yeah they exist in fortnite and you don't really have these conversations that often so they are they're either very well done or not very well present um or they're only present for the people that need them which is exceptional so on all fronts fortnite definitely deserves honorable mentions um From my perspective, I would jump in with... um, I'll briefly mention Warzone because it's a game that we've streamed. It's a game that I've played uh, a bit of. It's a game that I enjoy. It's not a game that I play all the time, like Fortnite. It's a game that I will pick up when I want an itch scratching and Warzone definitely gives me something from that perspective. Mm -hmm. A game that I'm probably not going to pick up very often going forward, though, um, that did scratch an itch and is a game that we have streamed Uh, with varying well actually quite successfully to be fair is Valorant Valorant is a game that I have enjoyed over the last year we streamed a lot in early lockdown Uh, we managed to get codes when everyone was grinding for the beta codes pretty early so we managed to do some streams when um, drops were still a big thing and it got us quite a lot of viewers through which was nice and we we had some good games some good clips uh probably wouldn't pick it up again now because it's, jumping into Valorant now is like jumping into CSGO right now. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to get smashed. <laughs> so maybe not right now, um, unless it's just something that I get an urge to grind. But it definitely deserves an honourable mention because it's mm-hmm. such a well-made game. Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm looking at it for someone that's played it day in, day out for the last six months. But for someone that jumped into it fresh, and played it for three, four weeks, um, yeah. then, yeah, it was exceptional for that that period of time for me. The only other one that it I'd it mentioned... Was, oh, sorry, sorry, what were you saying?
1: It was nice to be a part of, because it's very, it's very rare. Like, Rogue Company's come out since from high-res, and I don't think it's come to anywhere close to being the fanfare that Valorant did. Fair enough, Valorant was absolutely everywhere, but Rogue Company is a decent game, but it still doesn't even come close to it, so it was nice yeah. to be a part of. Like, I was never playing CSGO when that originally came out, but to have that affiliation with valorant now to say yeah i played that when it came out and it was an absolute boss game and it's still going as strong as a massive esports now yeah are we still going to be talking about valorant in 10 years time it, who knows but me and you know that we was there when it first came out and we enjoyed it thoroughly it's nice to be a part of that little little part of history shall That's, say. nice to
0: know that people got access to that game From watching our channel, there were multiple people that were like, "Oh, I've just got to drop." Thanks, guys. We were like, "Well, we didn't do anything, but you're welcome." (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So nice to know that we've helped people uh, in that sort of sense. So it's good. It's good. It's good. um One other honourable mention from me is a game that I'm currently playing through at the moment, and that is Spider-Man: Miles Morales. And and within that, I will wrap in Spider-Man and Spider-Man Remastered because if you haven't played through this game it's exceptional it's so well made so well made um and uh, yeah, I'm not saying that in terms of yeah, there might have been bugs in Spider-Man's and Miles Morales, and you can fly around as a bin and all that, whatever, whatever. never know there. But you play even just Spider-Man on the PS4, not the remastered and not Miles Morales. Play through that game and hit some of the different combos. Get yourself far enough into the game where you've unlocked enough skills and attributes and so on. It, the stuff that you can do, the variation. You could have 15 enemies and you could kill them all spectacularly. 15 different ways uh, and still have plenty more options to go for the next wave of guys it's it's, it's good, it's genuinely one of my games of the year so yeah, definitely deserves an honourable mention Any other games you feel deserve a swift high five Bib?
1: Not really, no I mean, there's there's millions of games that I play every single year um, especially over the last decade or so Bit, uh, starting off as a 20 year old lad in the year 2010 and then finishing as a 30 year old bloke in 2020 um, it's been a long decade of fantastic video games uh, I think the last 10 years is definitely where I've got involved doing like MMOs and games that require more than just 10 minutes of your attention um, so I think I've matured as a gamer in that respect um, but yeah I mean it's been a phenomenal, phenomenal 10 years I With the new console generation beginning at the end of 2020, very interested to see where we end up in the next decade. Are we going to be doing this show in 10 years' time? Hopefully. Um, And we end up having the PlayStation 6. It could be the PlayStation 7 by then. Who knows? It could be whatever (laughs) Xbox... Name the one I give it then. uh The Xbox Box Series Xbox Box. <laughs> uh, box. Christ, not
0: boxy box. Box, box. Yeah, the series the edition channel box of series boxness of from the X class. <laughs> back off! <Sure. laughs>
1: yeah. Hopefully, in te- well, in ten years' time, I'll be finishing the decade off with just my fortieth birthday taken on. So hopefully, we'll, this'll, this'll, this will this will this podcast will stand the test of time, and I can look back and say, "Fucking hell." What a good-looking guy he used to be, and what an even better-looking guy he is now. Do you know, we'll be looking um, back
0: and we'll be like, oh, just that's, Imagine that when we used to actually use cameras rather than digital visual representations of ourselves. <laughs> God,
1: that was. meant when we used to speak rather than using our our audio production voice bots that speak for us. God. <laughs> (laughs) Yeah, look at Bibi over there with all of his wires knocking around everywhere. What a noob! (laughs) Um, But yeah, Gray Gray and uh, there getting hit in the face by that pom pom on his hat as he
0: turns (laughs) his head every time. Imagine, imagine actually wearing a hat and getting, imagine putting clothes on. All we do now is just put on our green screen suits and just wear our digital clothes of the day because we don't interact in person anymore because we've been in lockdown for seventeen years. Imagine that, and that's what it feels like right now. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, I'm
1: very interested to see where it's going to be obviously 10 years from now doing a look back at the decade but uh, over the last year we've seen some phenomenal games we've seen new console generations which is always exciting, the don't, these things don't happen, it's not like graphics cards that come out, so you buy, I could buy a graphics card today and it'd be outdated tomorrow, having a new console generation, or a new cycle uh, is always exciting so I'm very interested to see where this journey ends up because it's, it's just beginning, it's just beginning in terms of the games that we're going to be getting, they don't even know how to use the hardware properly yet so Yeah, we've got a very very good 10 years ahead of us going into the new decade um but yeah i have no idea where we're going to end up um but yeah phenomenal year so far
0: big big year uh, for video games and an even bigger year ahead obviously that landing of the ps5 yes myself And, Bib, we have the PS5s. Plenty of people out there haven't, but it's fine because there's not that much to play. You can guarantee the number of games that will come out over the next 12 to 24 months will be incredible. And we will cover each and every single one of those as they not only launch, but as they build up. We will cover all of the news here on Twitch and on YouTube and on the podcast services, Uh, all of the Ice Cream Uploads channels. We will keep you covered with 276, seven episodes now? 277, yeah. So 277 episodes of The Scoop Deep now. Uh, And you can guarantee there's going to be 277 plus more to come. (laughs) So we will keep you covered with everything. This year, next year, the year after. do, Do you know what? As long as you want it, we will keep making the content. And it's nice to see that you guys do keep wanting this content. Speaking of this content. If you do want to see more, we do go live, as mentioned, each and every single weekday, when it's not Christmas, um, at 10am on twitch.tv forward slash And we will continue that from the 4th of January. We commence in 4th of January anyway. I'm not back until later in that week. So it may not be actually on the 4th that we're back with the next episode, but that week we'll be back. Nice, nice. Um, uh, a couple of things to mention, though. If you are watching this or listening to this on the podcast services, um, that... We, on the 4th of January, will be giving another gift away because we like to do that. We have something called The Loot Drop, which is a way that we give back to the people that support our channel. We know that the channel has grown to 2,000 followers. We're, we're almost like 2,100-ish, somewhere in that ballpark now, um, which is nice. And it's nice to see the channel keep growing. Um, we appreciate everyone that just joins us in the stream uh, each and every single weekday. It means a lot just having you guys here. But the fact that the channel's growing is wonderful. And the fact that the the, the people, the number of people that support the channel is growing is wonderful too. And we want to give a little bit back to the people that support the channel, which is what the loot drop is. Everyone that is a sub and that is in our Discord will be automatically entered into the loot drop. So we'll give you a prize. One person every month gets a prize. Uh, shout out to Gagad who won last month's prize. Uh, next month's prize, we haven't decided on what it will be. But it will be picked on the 4th of January. So if if you were a sub, do you know what? If you've decided that it's Christmas, I can't leave the house, I need to do my shopping online, I'm going to get myself an Amazon Prime subscription to save on postage costs. If you've got an Amazon Prime subscription, you get one sub to one channel for free. And your Prime sub include uh, is included in the loot drop. So if you have a Prime sub and you drop it on Ice Cream Uploads, make sure you're in the Discord so that you can win yourself whatever the prize is in January. One person will be, uh, will bag it, and it could be you. Yes, nice. Anyway, babe, I think as mm. soon as we're going to put this out on Christmas Day, is that when we put yeah. this out? As soon as, as soon as it's Christmas Day... I think, and it went absolutely one hundred percent not recording it on the twenty second of December, like I've just said. <laughs> uh, I think we should go and grab ourselves, do you know, another pig in a blanket, a bit of stuffing, or something like that. Whatever you if eat, you're at on Christmas. old velvet, Graham. Off, off, yes, yes. Do you yes. know? I've not. I've had my bottle. Well, I've got two bottles. One, well, one and a half ish. Uh, sat there for for weeks. Bibby got me a bottle for my birthday as well. Shout out, Um Gee. But I've not touched it because I've had the Rona and I'm still on meds and shit. So I'm <laughs> I am looking forward to the days where I feel just right enough to go. Do you know what? Get me a big wallop of ice in a glass. Get some Disserano velvet and just smash that. Bam. Bam. Uh so yeah, we are gonna disappear. Uh we hope you all all, all had an exceptional Christmas. By the time the time you're watching this you probably opened your presents i hope you got everything that you wanted and if you didn't then do you know what you've got us for another year so that's good that's good you've got that yeah. and, and even if you don't want that sold a scene you can't take it back it is what it is so before we disappear though bib before we go for the second helping of trifle or whatever you've got as your christmas dessert is there anything you want to add
1: yeah again thank you very much this year ladies and gentlemen for making this show uh just like, worthwhile doing <laughs> You come back in each every single weekday uh, and giving us your false impressions. and that's all we, that's all we could ever need. Uh, so again, it's the second Christmas special we've done. and we hope that if you are not well, if you haven't got your family around, we can say this will give you a nice little forty five minutes of uh, entertainment, shall we say? if you if you do have your own false opinions then please, please do slap them. Into the uh, the what? comments underneath <laughs> on YouTube. or if you do, if you if you wanted people to speak to, there's a Discord. The link should be in the description as well for you to be able to go in. uh I have Discord on, well, so do the rest of the Ice Cream community. So if you do need people to talk to, we're always there for you. Do not forget that. You got damn. Um, right. But apart, from that, I hope we have a fantastic Christmas and a New Year as well. Because that's like five days afterwards well, yeah yeah five
0: days from, from now obviously not because it's Christmas <laughs> day yeah, yeah. Um, also shout out to Baby's cat who's just realised shit's Christmas special <laughs> <laughs> gotta got get in I didn't even
1: see
0: that <laughs> I saw her stroll in from the back and then jump up just a second ago um, I, I was going to mention something but it's just just got out of my mind i don't know what it is no no i can't remember okay thank you for joining us have yourselves a fantastic christmas i hope it's been wonderful and we'll see you in 2021 see that i had to look down at the uh, calendar then just to confirm what year it was (laughs) because i didn't know (laughs) have yourselves a fantastic christmas happy new year and we'll see you in 2021 until then stay frosty